0: Tom in denial.
1: You can't stay at the top forever.
0: I was also very surprised when I looked at the, my phone and saw Joe Girardi dismissed. Well, I I think mine were with common sense. I think now belongs in the all time greats top ten.
1: Boston, I really think only got to this point because of a guy named Chris Middleton being out for the Bucks.
0: That power play just was unbearable. It was incredibly
1: it was humming. Man, am I happy. I I knew that this was going to happen. I knew he was going to come back. When
0: I think of New York Yankees now it's judge, probably people in the past when Jeter was coming up.
1: I would be shocked. A little bit hurt. Hey,
0: this is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, texasfootball.com and Valley Sports Southwest. You are listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NFL Opinions of the Week, where we will be covering the NFL trade deadline, which is becoming a bigger thing now. I'm Kevin, and I am joined by the self-believer, Austin.
1: Yeah, it's it was a crazy day. Uh, I think there was the most trades ever on a trade deadline day. I think it was like 7 or 10 trades. I know that there was a lot of moves. Uh, not many huge moves, but there were some that were... Relatively big. Which one were you most surprised by? I think that Bradley Chubb. Yeah, especially when they picked up... uh, They already have gotten some other guys to help them out, and this is a year where you pick up, obviously, Wilson uh, before the season starts, and you're thinking about going... At least contending for a playoff spot. And right now, I know they beat the Jaguars, but trading away your best defensive piece, I don't think is going to help you in the short term or long term.
0: Yeah, and he's a promising young player. Like with Von Miller, I can see it. Like he's getting older and there's only a few years left. So I can see, or you think there are only a few years left where he's good and he fits and like he didn't fit in your timeline. But to me, Bradley Chubb. Now it's only his fifth year, so I think his best years are about to come. So I'm just shocked that they did that. Um, so yeah, so that was the biggest one, and it only took a first round pick. So I'm just surprised the young player went
1: that uh, went for that little. Let me ask you uh, this: Do you think the Broncos are giving up on this season, kind of, with that trade? Uh, Yes, I do think, Um,
0: because you're kind of just taking a step back.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely could see it. They are certainly taking a step back, and it's going to be hard to recover from that, especially if any injuries happen, because I don't think they have the necessary defensive line help. Chubb was such a big player on that team. He was making so many big plays, and he honestly was the best player on the team this year because uh, no one on the offense really was performing to the highest of standards. And I don't know. The Dolphins have now gotten scary. I, I think they officially are in that scary realm where they, they definitely could uh, be a major player.
0: Yes, uh, I agree um, because um, it's – you add a nice pass through with Bradley Chubb who adds to Melvin Ingram, and that's what you saw with the Bills. Like That's how the Bills got pressure on Patrick Mahomes. And the Chiefs kind of, to me, have a more team approach or pressure. Well, you do have Chris Jones, but you also have Frank Clark. You also have Loftus, and they have just a better secondary. So to me, now the Dolphins have entered into that top category not record-based but talent-based if that makes sense
1: yeah and uh what do you think about the vikings trade obviously earth smith is now on the ir so the trade makes sense but do you think this catapults them into a contender for the nfc i don't know if i'd say they're a contender
0: but the move to me does say they think they're contenders and you add a tight end to an already um deep offensive what deep team with offensive weapons. You have Davin Cook, Mattinson, Jefferson, Thielen, now add T J Hawkinson. And then if Herb Smith comes back in the playoffs, then you have an uh, even deeper uh wealth of um offensive talent. So I would say yes, because their defense is doing well and they do have the record. So to me it's they're preparing for the playoffs, which, hey, anything can happen, especially this year.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think that anything can happen, especially in the NFC. And one team I want to talk about, and we talk about them every week because it continue to surprise everybody, is the Seahawks. And the Giants are now 6-2, and two, but the Seahawks kind of dominated that game and looked like it wasn't going to be all that hard, and it wasn't. Yeah.
0: They did and uh, they are continuing to do well but they didn't really make any trades so uh, I think they're just happy with what they're doing and seeing where it can happen. What can happen playing with house money?
1: Yeah, I mean a lot of people did not expect anything out of them and they're obviously proving all those people wrong. Another team I want to discuss because this team did make the trade or a uh, uh, trades the bills Devin Singletary had a good season before this, but he's not the best receiving back, I guess, so they went with Naheem Hines. What what is your thought with that? Especially losing a young running back and Zach Moss. I do think the Colts probably won that trade long term, but what are your thoughts? We'll have to see. I understand
0: why the Bills went with Naheem Hines, because he's a more um, passing receiver back, so I think that gives him a nice one-two punch, but we will have to see what Zach Moss looks like. Because V, I know John, the Taylor's injured. So seeing what Zach
1: Moss can do uh, will be very interesting. Yeah, and uh, they also had – they got Zach Moss and a pick. So there definitely was, I think, ample return. I don't blame the Colts for taking that trade. Is there any trade you want to talk about? Uh,
0: I want to talk about the Calvin Ridley trade and the Chase K- Claypool trade. Uh, two teams um, training for a wide receiver to help their young quarterback. Um I don't understand why Pittsburgh would move off Claypool. I think Claypool he had a great season last year so I'm just shocked that they moved him one year after that.
1: Yeah, I just don't know if you fit with the scheme. Uh, obviously, Deontay Johnson, I think, and then George Pickens, I think we're going to be the 1-2 in Pittsburgh and I don't know if Claypool is going to be happy with his target share so they just uh, bit the bullet early. Yeah. Uh, it is an interesting move, especially because the Bears are a team to just trade Roquan Smith, and uh, I'm thinking, oh, oh, what's his name? Don't tell me. I can't remember. You just, you can just tell me. Uh,
0: it's Robert Quinn. He was traded to the Eagles, which is another team adding to the pass rusher health, or yeah,
1: pressure. Yeah, but I'm surprised the uh, Ravens didn't trade for a wide receiver because Rashad Bateman should be out for a while and Mark Andrews is dealing with some injuries.
0: Yeah, I agree. I would have called maybe the – well, Pittsburgh would have been tough uh, with a wide receiver, but there are other wide receivers on the market, so I'm surprised that they didn't go after a wide receiver. And I know a lot of people are saying it was a terrible trade for the Bears, but I kind of like it. He got off um, Ryan Poles defensively some guys he just didn't think were helping or he could get good value for, and now he adds a wide receiver to help fields develop. Because I think that's a key
1: thing for a young wide receiver to develop that connection. Yeah. And there definitely is a lot of room for growth on many for many of those players with the Bears, but was there any team you thought should have been buying and wasn't?
0: Should have been buying, um, I would probably say Packers, because wide receiver need. I would have liked the Cowboys to buy, but guess not.
1: Um, I feel like the wait. Packers want to get Odell once he's healthy. That's kind of the sense I get from it, but we're definitely going to have to see what happens and whether or not he goes to the Packers, but...
0: I don't I'm think also sh- they want to
1: trade over future.
0: Oh, yeah, I can see that. I'm also shocked with the Falcons dealing away Ridley because going into this season, we were worried about their wide receiver depth, and that was without Ridley. Um I and I just think it would have been great with um having Oh shoot. Oh man, what was the wide receiver? Drake London and Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts. But that's I, I like it for Jacksonville because you get another young wide receiver, and it could become a second-round pick, but you still have other picks that you could add wide
1: receivers to again. Just building And nice here's offense. something I found it interesting. Uh, Ridley was obviously suspended for the year for betting. The game he bet on, he bet the Falcons to beat the Jaguars. That was the bet he made. So now he goes to the team that he bet against uh, and got suspended. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure
0: there's no hard feelings there. Different coaching staff. <laughs> That's true. I bet he won uh, the I, bet, too. Yeah, and I think he'll be happy to have uh, Trevor Lawrence as his QB.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But now, let's see. Were you, you, you going to say something? Right. Um, now that we talked about the trade deadline, just some other things that's happened. It was kind of a lame uh, week. Nothing really exciting. Um. Just the Carolina Panthers and Falcons game, which uh, was just a wild uh, scenario
1: where the Panthers just lost it, or did they win? The Falcons lost it. Uh, no, the Falcons lost it, and the Panthers lost it, and Falcons lost, it and then the Panthers lost it, so the Panthers eventually lost. But there was thirty six seconds left in the game, no timeouts for the Panthers, and they were down by six. The Panthers throw a touchdown pass, a, a great pass, but DJ Moore gets flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct, and the kicker misses the extra point. It goes to overtime. Falcons had the ball first. They throw a pick, and the Panthers get in field goal range. They kick a 32-yard field goal, miss. Falcons get the ball back, and go down the field and they kick a field goal and win.
0: Yeah, that's just wild. Then you have the Cowboys, Dak. The offense looked great. And then I think the Packers did
1: relatively well against the Bills. Yeah, I'm not... Uh, going to be negative about their performance. I thought they looked better. And then um who do they play next week? I'll check. I thought it was Is it the Vikings? Let me check. Oh, I think I see it. It's not the Vikings. Oh, they have a bye. No, they don't. Yeah. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. It's Lions. It's Lions.
0: Yeah, it's Lions. So, that should
1: be a good game. And then he plays the Cowboys,
0: which uh, maybe next week we can talk about um, a little uh, fun bet with no money. <laughs> okay. So, we'll, have to, we'll, we'll discuss that, but I'm down if you're down, because I am... Very curious on how that game plays out because it will be Mike McCarthy's return to Lambeau Field. Yep, it will be. So anything week. else that
1: ha- uh happened this week? No, I feel like this upcoming week is a huge week for a lot of teams, and that's where I'm really gonna start to think like if you're two and five or three and five or. Something like that. If you don't win this week, it may be panic time.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, I did
1: want to bring up the Micah Parsons play. The touchdown? Yes. Oh. Well, you see, I have the Packers. The, not the Packers defense. The Cowboys defense on my fantasy team. So, that was good. But I do think the Packers need to... Uh, the Packers, why I keep on saying the Packers? The Cowboys need to work on their rush defense because... The Bears did eat them up. But that play for Parsons was crazy. Yeah, it was ridiculous. He looked like uh, a running back. Yeah. And,
0: and just like the way he was getting held, then he chases back, gets the ball, and then you can see how he was just um, completely tired after that play. Yeah. I mean, anyone would be. A lot of effort went into it. But, yeah, um, outside of that, it was kind of uh, not really a busy week. Or a good week with a lot of games. You, but next week you do have Titans and Chiefs on Sunday Night Football, and it seemed that I was running the ball well. Um, Titans and Chiefs. Derrick Henry had himself a game. You mean? You said Titans and Chiefs. Oh, but yeah. You then mean- I was
1: talking talking about the Titans last week. They had a great run game. Oh yeah 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 against the Texans, two hundred thirty some yards from Henry. He now, I think, leads the league in all-purpose yards. I think. I can. Change. The only reason why I think I know that is because I saw something about it, and Tyree Kill should be second. Maybe not all-purpose. Maybe just yards. Like I know it should be all-purpose. I'm looking. Uh, looks like. Uh, are you?
0: Do I check statmuse or? I mean, you can. Or I have football DB at list. Tyreek Hill, Saquon, Nick Chubb, McCaffrey, Derrick Henry.
1: Hmm. I just thought I saw something about 123.9 yards per game for uh, Henry. But maybe that was in the last couple seasons or all time. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah,
0: Christian McCaffrey also had a great game with the Niners. Throwing, passing, rushing. So, uh, I I thought that catch was incredible that he made in the end zone.
1: Oh, yeah. There was a lot of great plays this week.
0: So, yeah, that's mostly. um, Oh, and then you have the Ravens and Saints, which
1: could be interesting. Rams and Bucks. I'm curious how that plays out. That's two teams old. struggling there. You have yeah. a Rams offense that may be without Cooper Cup this week because he apparently has, like, swelling in his ankle or uh, mm-hmm. tissue swelling in his ankle. Uh, and then you have the Bucks who are just not playing well. Neither of those teams are playing well. And I do think that's going to be a week of desperation between two teams that def- desperately need to win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it will be interesting because the Bucs aren't
0: leading their division. But I'm s- – I'm still the believer of just let get into the playoffs and see what happens, especially on the NFC side. Yeah, certainly. Oh, and then um AJ Brown fantastic game. And uh it's it's just crazy what the Eagles what their offseason has just they filled all their holes and now they're just excelling.
1: Yeah, I mean they're they may be the scariest team so far this year. I would, I would go Bills. That's fair. I mean, I could see that, but it's hard to argue because, I mean, one they're undefeated, and two, they just look so complete as a team. Like I don't know what hole they have right now. So scary. Okay, you said scary right
0: now. Yeah. I'm still going to stick with Bills because just Josh Allen, to me, is better than Jalen Hurts. And defensively, I think Von Miller and the Bills just got Trey Davis wiped back. That's true. That'll be a big part of it. But, yeah, I think the top – now we can add it in the top four teams. We'll see Dolphins with the healthy Tua. You have Chiefs, Bills, Eagles. Not in that order. I'd probably go Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Dolphins.
1: Hmm. That's tough because there's a lot of good teams. Uh,
0: Dolphins also got Jeff Wilson, running back. That is true.
1: That is definitely true. Uh. I think I'd go Eagles, Bills, Chiefs, (sighs) number four. I'm going to go outside the box and say Seahawks.
0: Okay, I can see that.
1: I think the Seahawks have really impressed, and I don't necessarily think that they're going to be an easy outcome playoff time because I think they're going to make it. Yeah, we'll have to see.
0: Um, I just go with the Dolphins because of the addition of Bradley Chubb. And um, their wide receiving core
1: is amazing uh, with Hill, Waddle. I mean, and- the the receiving core for the Seahawks is really good too with Lockett and DK. Yeah, there is that,
0: but I just think Hill and Waddle. Like the Seahawks core, or wide, those two wide receivers are amazing, but to me, I just think the Dolphins wide receiver core is
1: one step better. It's close because I I feel like DK has something that neither Waddle or Hill have, and that's size plus DK's fast. It's a hard comparison.
0: Yeah, if those are your two options for a wide receiver core, I feel that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, you're not losing much between your choices yeah. there.
0: I just, to me, Hill's the difference maker because I, um, Hill, is a top five wide receiver, and uh, we can go into this debate. I'm curious, has Devontae Adams gone down the
1: list of? I think it's unfair to do that because I don't necessarily think the Raiders have supplied him with a good system for him to be himself. Um, it's hard. It's really hard to say the top wide receivers in the league because Michael Thomas is always hurt. D-Hop was suspended. Devontae Adams is having not the best year. But you've seen when he has good target share and is uh, getting the looks he deserves and getting good play calls, he still has like an insane game like he did against the Chiefs. Yeah, to
0: me, like, I do it very yearly basis. Like, who's the
1: top receiver but, right th- now? But then, then you're doing it based on, like, stats, not eye tests. You're, you're not, like, saying, oh, that's actually the best wide receiver. But the reason why they're not having this many yards is because he's getting triple team because he's on one of the best teams uh, uh without a great secondary wide receiver. Like, I'd say if I could choose any... Wide receiver in the league, I would still choose Devontae. That's how I look at it. Out. I could choose okay. any wide receiver in the league who's number one, like a wide receiver draft. That's how I look at it, and it's okay. obviously just for this season. Yes, but first pick, I'm going Devontae. and then I go. I may go Mike Evans above Hill.
0: Oh, Mike Evans no. is
1: extremely good. Where's Cooper Cup in your? Oh man. You see the issue that, with Cooper Cup is he gets so many targets. Same thing with Hill, which is like they get so many targets that they're gonna get a lot of yards. Guaranteed. There's no way they don't, because they're getting twelve targets.
0: Well, yeah, I see what you're saying. I kinda I want to move away from like number one, right? I want like tiers. Because you I feel if you argued Cooper Cup is number one in wide receiver in league, I can go. I see your point. I'd probably stay with that Adams just cuz like I'll give him this whole year see what happens
1: but I'm thinking cup you could argue like Mike Evans Hill against San Francisco had 19 targets and 14 catches his yards per reception isn't crazy because he has so many catches and he's used so much he is insane. He's one of the best. He's definitely in that upper echelon top section. And maybe like we did a QB ranking, we should do some sort of wide receiver ranking. Maybe a top ten, a top yeah, twenty, something like season. that. Where we actually Yeah,
0: to me, name. like you can look at his targets and stuff. It's just when I when it's like a third down play. And you maybe it's not Devontae right now, um, because he's still growing with Derek Carr, but third down you need a big play you know Stafford's going to go to cup and no matter what you do cup completes it
1: and like same thing with not Adams. necessarily because that's I think that's part of the reason why the rams are struggling this year cuz they don't have the other guy when cup doesn't catch the ball because he, he can't catch everything and he's getting go- double teamed i think that's a big reason why they've struggled i think it's their offensive line
0: and run game But I also like there, also is the point with the secondary wide receiver because their run game is not doing well because of their offensive line, and then they can't establish a run game, so they're in deep passing situations, so then they have to go to cup. To me, yeah, cup is their only offensive
1: weapon that's working. They definitely are a domino team, meaning that they're affected tremendously. By them not doing well, because their O-line plays bad, which causes their run game to play bad, which means they have to go into pass, which means they have to throw to Cup, and then Cup gets double-teamed, and then they can't throw to anyone, and then Matthew Stafford throws his six pick six in the game. That's probably every game. Yeah, and
0: it's because they gave up so many picks to get players in that moment. They weren't able to really stock on young players.
1: Yeah, and I mean, that's how it works. And while I definitely still think that it, it worked out because it got a ring out of it, whether or not you think that the ring is necessarily tarnished by the bad officiating like I do. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I think. They still have a ring. But the difference between the Rams and the Bucks is the Rams – it doesn't look like they're way out of it. It looks like they are screwed for the entire year. The yes. Bucks, the Bucks still have the players. It, it's once they get Ryan Jensen back, their center. Like they're oh again, both teams have the same issue really. If you look at it, both teams are having okay defense. They should have both teams should have better defensive performances, but they're not having bad defensive performances. Their run game is atrocious. One of the worst in the league for both of them. They cannot get the run game going, and it's because of their own line The difference between the Bucks and the Rams, though, is that the Bucks' O-line is just not healthy. While the Rams O-line is as healthy as it's going to get. So, when Ryan Jensen gets back, I feel like that is going to bring a breath of new life into this Bucks organization. And in their run game and start getting them going. And the difference between them making the playoffs and missing the playoffs is Ryan Jensen, I think.
0: Yeah, and um, I also think uh, Tom Brady has been dealing with stuff off the field, and that may be...
1: Well, also, Tom Brady's not throwing them out of games. He's throwing one pick. Also, oh, yeah. he has some of the, one of the highest uh, passing yards this season. He's almost first. He's like second or third in passing yards this year he, he's throwing for a lot of yards because he has to because his team needs him to not wants him to needs him to there is no other way around it especially with how bad their uh a line has been the issue the issue is the fact that for Matthew Stafford is that he's forcing it way too much and while he has a high completion percentage he's eight interceptions Andy has less touchdown passes than Tom Brady. Tom Brady is second in the league in passing yards so far this year.
0: Yeah, my thing with I just think Tom Brady has been focusing on other stuff, so he hasn't been able to focus on the team. And I don't set think that example. it has no problem to do with that.
1: If, if this well, is not that, yeah, I, I'm, listen, if this is Brady not paying attention, oh boy, because he, that's again my is, point. He's second in the league in passing yards. He has a 9-to-1 interception ratio. 283 yards per game. If that is him playing bad, oh no, because if he starts playing good, the league is over.
0: Well, here's my thing. So the individual, he's doing great because he's a great individual player, but to me that makes him great is he sets the tone. That's what makes him the best. He sets the tone. And I just don't know – he just hasn't had enough time to gel with the team to where they get it and they're like, hey, we're going to play well. Like, to me, that's what me – If you're a professional athlete, you do not need motivation from your – You and I are going to disagree on this because to me, yes, I'm going to go to my job. But is it – like, to me, I think he sets that bar where, like, we're winning this thing. Some guys are like, hey, I'm going to play well. Blah blah blah, but to me Brady takes it, extends,
1: and by his will to win that drives other people. It's not like they to have go. too many new players, new faces. It, it, they should have already heard the message before. I don't understand what would be different this season. But it's a new, it's a new team, new year.
0: They're always new okay, coaching if,
1: staff. If you're not motivated by playing, you probably shouldn't be in the league.
0: This is where you and I, I disagree. I yeah so that's my thing with Tom Brady. I don't blame anything that's going off the field with him. I just think he other injuries have played a part and he just hadn't had to spend enough time. so now well, I think they'll start to gear up near the end and then they can make a Super Bowl run. but that's all
1: I got. I'll let you close it out and add anything else. yeah thank you guys for listening. It's been a crazy NFL season. a lot more to go. we're basically halfway there. Uh, I guess in between this week and next week, we're there. So thank you guys for listening, and keep listening to all of our videos.